Hello, my friends. Uh, welcome to Commissioner in the Car. Today is Tuesday, January 31st, the last day of January, uh, the last day of the first month of the year of 2023, uh, already one-twelfth of a year down. <laughs> See, I can do math sometimes. Um, today, I am going to be talking to you about the political calendar that uh, came out uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, actually, it was late last week. Um, the New York State political calendar is put together by the New York State Board of Elections based on the on the days in the election law and, and the, everything in the election law. Every every election event is predicated on so many days away from a certain date, usually the primary, uh, but also sometimes the general election. And uh, and we always know when the primary election is, which is the fourth Tuesday of every June. And the general election is the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. And so since those are are done every day uh, in election law, all of the different election events are so many days away from that or so many weeks away from those two dates. Uh, and that's how we come up with our political calendar. Uh, however, that is always subject to change, uh, because the New York state legislature can pass, uh, laws to change the political calendar as needed. We saw that last year with, uh, redistricting. Uh, we've seen that with the a lot of times there's, uh, Jewish holidays, uh, that these, uh, election events fall under. And so they, um, tend to move or, or any other kind of holidays, but usually it ends up being, uh, you know, some Jewish holidays that, uh, that end up moving the calendar one day here, one day there. Um, so we're going to have to see if any of those changes come about. But, um, and, and that would be an act of the legislature. We would know that and, and go forth. But let me go over some of the important dates here in the political calendar. And I actually brought it with me so I don't, uh, screw up. <laughs> so, uh, first are the two main dates are the primary date and the general election date. Uh, primary date is, uh, June 27th and election day is November 7th this year. So those are the two main dates, uh, for the 2023 political calendar. Of course, coming from the primary and the general election, we know when the early voting days are, uh, that's June 17th through the 25th for the primary. And, uh, it is, uh, October, hold on, I'm looking for it here. Uh, oh, it's cut off on me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, oh, I'm, I, so it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, November 5th is the last day for early voting. And I believe it's October, uh, let me see here. Yes, October 28th. So October 28th to November 5th is, uh, primary, uh, day. Now, registration, uh, voter registration. Uh, the last day to register for the June primary is June 17th. Um, and the last day to register for the general election is October 28th. You may say, hey, the last day to register is the first day to actually vote in early voting. That is correct. That's called the golden day. This is new this year because there is a 10-day guidelines uh, for, uh, or, I'm sorry, it's a 10-day voter registration window instead of 25 days. That's the constitutional minimum. A law was passed last year, and it goes into effect this year. So there will be, in effect, same-day registration for the June primary and the October 
general election. And when we get more guidance from state board, I will be sure to let you know what that, how that is going to play out. But when we're talking about registration, we should also talk about party changes, for, especially for the June primary, because that's actually coming up quicker. Uh, the party change deadline, let's say you want to switch your party so you can vote in the June primary or walk petitions uh, for uh, a certain party, you need to do that by February 14th. And that's the last day to receive the uh the 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 voter registration. So if you're doing it online with the DMV, you actually have to do it on February 13th. Uh, if you're doing it in person, it's February 14th. Um, so we've had this party change in effect since 2018, I believe, is when uh, we started having fall in love with your party day. Um, no, you know what? It wasn't 2018. It was 2020 uh, because uh, it was in 2019 that we made these changes for 2020. So you don't have to ha change your party so far in advance as you used to. It used to have to be like nine months in advance of the of the of the primary that you had to change your party, uh, or eleven months, I think it was. But now it's only February fourteenth, so it's like only four months before the 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 primary election. Um, so that is the main uh, dates for voters. But let's go into dates for candidates because. There are a lot of dates uh, for candidates that you need to be aware of. The first, of course, is the designating petition days. So designating petition means that if you're running on a party line, uh, you have to uh, uh, have uh, so many uh, days that where you're uh, going to, uh, you know, actually walk petitions, go door to door, get signatures, so many petitions you got to get. And there's a certain deadline to do that. So the first day to walk petitions is February 28th. And this is for Democrat, Republican, conservative, or working family lines. Uh, the days for filing those designating petitions are April 3rd through the 6th. So you actually have from February 28th to, to April 6th to, to walk them, but they have to be filed with the Board of Elections by April 6th. Uh, so a lot of times people get them done the weekend before April 3rd, so the April 1st area and uh, then have them ready for packaging. Um, so that is designating petitions for Democrat, Republican, or conservative or working families. There is a, another thing called opportunity to ballot. Opportunity to ballots uh, are something that uh, I actually don't advise people to do because, um, and they are a little bit later in the calendar, uh, but you have to be a member of the party Opportunity ballot forces a write-in candidacy for a uh, for an for an office. However, you have to be a member of the party to win that write-in race. So, an opportunity ballot really only means that uh, you know that a conservative, if they want to take the conservative line, can do that and and, and do a write-in. However, uh, you could already do it with a designating petition. So, um, I. Uh, uh, I, I do not recommend ever doing opportunity ballots. I think it's a, the way that the law is now placed, it's a waste of time. Uh, you might as well do a designating petition and create a primary instead of a write-in primary where your candidates have to write you in. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, and I don't have the dates on here for opportunity ballot. I got cut off on my canvas, but that's okay. Because I don't suggest doing it. But if you go to the website onvote.net, the political calendar is right up there. What I do have is what's called independent petitions. So if you're a uh, 
candidate running for office and you want to either add a line or you want or that is not the Democrat, Republican, conservative or working families or you um, you want to run on your own without any party backing. And then we see this happen in uh, villages that are at the November elections a lot. You want to do an independent petition. Uh, the first day for signing those are April 18th. And the days for filing those independent petitions are May 23rd through the 30th. So those are independent petitions. And uh, a word of caution on that. If you already have one, uh, or if you already have two lines, a lot of times Republicans and conservatives endorse the same candidate and Democrats and working families parties endorse the same candidate. If you already have two lines and you do an independent petition to try to get a third line, it won't work. It'll just roll up. So you only get really two lines on the ballot nowadays, uh, unless all four designating uh, parties will, you know, nominate you. So uh, keep that in mind. If you already have a Democrat, uh, in, you know, if you already have two of the four recognized parties, you can't get an independent uh, petition. Um, so those are those are some of the more important dates. Uh, there are uh, conventions uh, that will happen in August for Supreme Court. Uh, and we will go over those later on uh, this year once we know what Supreme Court positions are opening up. Um, but the delegates for those Supreme Court conventions are being walked during the designating petition process. Uh, so, uh, you know, that is uh, um, that is what is going on there. Now, uh, there is uh, absentee voting. Uh, so the other things with absentee voting are the portal, by the way, is open uh, at onvote.net. You can go there and go to the portal and request an absentee ballot for this year's election if you know you're going to be away on the uh, primary or general election. Remember, the COVID excuse is no longer valid in New York. Uh, so you have to be either sick or, or want to be a permanent absentee uh, you know, or uh, you're going to be out of the county. So as of right now, that is uh, the law of the land. Uh, so not, with that disclaimer out of the way, uh, June 12th is the last day to get an application in uh, for an absentee ballot for the June 27th primary. And uh, for the uh, general election, it's October 23rd uh, is the last day. Those are 15 days before the the election. And uh, the, you can sign up on the portal now. Uh, if you want an absentee ballot, you will, you will get placed in the queue and we will uh, do that. Uh, so if you're interested in that, uh, you can do that. You can also be a permanent absentee if you've decided that you're just unable to physically get to the polls anymore. Or for whatever reason, you can get a permanent absentee and get that sent to you. Um, so that is, you know, that that is uh, some of the... Uh, the things for parties and voters. There's another deadline that is, there's a few other deadlines that are coming up I'll, that I'll note on. Um, February 21st is the day that we determine the signatures and voter enrollments. And the, we, inter, we uh, do our voter enrollments for every political subdivision and then the signatures for running for office, the number of signatures you need. That is February 21st. And then donation limits are April 1st, uh, or around April 1st. Uh, that is part of my calendar that got cut off here. So I don't have the exact date on that, but sometime in April, we will determine the donation limits for the 2023 calendar. 
So if they're if they're not on the website when you go to look, that's why we don't uh, have the ability to actually put them up until those dates. So February twenty first, we'll put up signature requirements for every uh, party and every office um, and every independent petition. And then uh, around April or so, we will put up donation limits for every office that is up this year. And then around April uh, 6th or so, we'll know which which races are going to have primaries to be in the June election. Uh, You know, this is a countywide year. This usually means that there's not a lot of primaries. There's a few primaries inside the city of Syracuse. But there could be primaries outside, and we just won't know until those petitions are turned in. And, of course, then they'll go through the um, the petition process uh, as well. So, uh, you know, it may be until May 1st until we actually know. And uh, then, uh, of course, oh, I did talk about when uh, absentee ballots are, um, you can request, uh, the deadline for your request, but not when we're going to send them out. And uh, that is, for the primary, we end up sending out absentee ballots around May 12th for the June uh, primary. And uh, for the general election, it'll be September 22nd. Those coincide with our military UACAVA voters. Uh, Those are the deadlines to send those ballots out to them. And we try to have absentee ballots out for everybody in or around those dates. So if you put in an absentee ballot request and you don't get one right away, it's because we don't have a ballot yet and we won't have a ballot certified until after the petition periods and then after we certify the primary. And then uh, we will, uh, you know, put those ballots uh, to good use and get those out in the mail all at the same time. So um, remember that. So that's a lot of dates I've thrown at you. So how can you keep all this straight? Well, I got gotcha you covered because I'm going to start launching my Zarni seminars uh, for 2023. Uh, I used to call them Sunday seminars. Now I'm just calling them Zarni seminars, and they'll be going out. Uh, one will be next week. Um, next week, instead of my Zoom with Zarni, I'll be doing a Zarni seminar, and that will uh, be about how to get on the ballot for 2023. We'll be going over the differences in designating petitions, uh, regular petitions, uh, independent nominating petitions, opportunity ballot petitions, all of that will be on that seminar. And so check that out. That is a week from Thursday. Uh, and then at the beginning of March, or maybe sometime in the middle of March, I'll be doing another Zarni seminar about how to challenge petitions. Uh, you know, there are a lot of new rules uh, this year about how to challenge a petition if you want to challenge a petition. So that that will be in March. And then in April, uh, I will do a focus on absentee balloting in 2023. So each of the next three months, I'm going to have a Zarni seminar uh, regarding absentee balloting, regarding, um, uh, you know, in February, it'll be uh, how to get on the ballot. In March, it will be uh, how to challenge petitions. And then late April, early May, uh, I'll talk about absentee ballot, uh, um, how to how to do absentee ballots, and then also uh, then closer to June, I'll be doing an early voting one. And those four will be my four Zarni seminars that I do this year. And I will cover both for the primary and the general election. And so when uh, the general election comes about, I'll re-air some, those as well. Uh, but those will be my Zarni seminars this year. 
Uh, and, uh, uh, and I may do another Zarni seminar on the, uh, Supreme Court, uh, nominations for, uh, how a Supreme Court convention is held. And that will be, uh, sometime in August. So those will be my Zarni seminars for the year. I think it'll be four or five. I'm not doing a lot of them. Um, and I, and instead of doing one for the primary, one for the general, I try to, I'm going to combine them all together, get the dates all out there together. And so they can just be uh, on my website at dustinzarni.com. Uh, a good way for you to do that. And, oh, you know what? There is a sixth one. I, I might do how to become a poll inspector. I've tried to do that a couple of years. Um, and uh, that might happen uh, right after the primary. You won't, uh, we're only going to use uh, current inspectors for the June primary. Um, but we'll be doing new inspector training uh, in August and September. So I'll probably do a how I how to become a poll inspector in July. So uh, that that's uh, my Zarni seminars for this year, and I'll do a little bit of a a page announcement about that uh, at some point. Um, also today at the Ways and Means uh, uh, Committee for the Onondaga County Legislature, unanimous uh, vote to move our capital grant forward. It will be up for a vote uh, next month at the county legislature for bonding. And uh, we will we are using that capital budget. Uh, it's a $3.3 million investment in new voting machines. Uh, and these are the precinct scanners that are at your polling place and to extend our poll print on demand printers uh, to every polling place in Onondaga County. This is a big investment, uh, bipartisan uh, investment, great. Uh, we're really happy about that. We've uh, already started some of the big 2023 changeovers uh, with our new registration system. We're training right now with NextVote. Stay tuned to a commissioner in a car about that in the future once we get it up and live. We're in the middle of uh, doing that right now. We have a target date of February 15th to go up live and registering and pr producing uh, lists for voters uh, for, for petitions. Uh, we're on track for that. The, the next vote people are working really hard to get this done with the state board. We're really appreciative of that. And we've already started training, and I think it's going to be a wonderful addition to our county. So we're going to have a lot of changes here at the Board of Elections. New registration system, new precinct scanners, on-demand printing in every polling place. Um, that is, that's a lot of changes. That's our, those are our battles to fight for 2023. <laughs> Hopefully the only battles we have to fight for 2023. Um, each year brings a new challenge and this is the year we want to get this done this year to be ready for the big 2024 election, the presidential election next year. Uh, so we're doing a lot of these changeovers at the same time this year to get all the kinks worked out for next year. We don't expect a lot of kinks. I think we still have a very important election this year to run. Um, so that's it. Uh, that's all I got. So uh, just a couple of housekeeping things. This Thursday, I'll be doing a Zoom with Zarni with Christine Wood, a public citizen. We're talking about national politics and the fight for voting rights nationwide uh, and how we're doing that with a, a GOP House uh, it, you know, maybe preventing national voter stuff, but what's happening in the state. So it's a great conversation. Please tune in for that. Um, weekly wonk. I, uh, dropped the towns of Onondaga County last, uh, weekend. I'll be doing the city of Syracuse, uh, this weekend. It's part of my 2023, uh, weekly wonks so looking at the political subdivisions. I'm going to try to do every town. Uh, and then is, and then for County legislature, 
I will do all the ones that have races in them because I don't think that they're all going to be contested. So, uh, you know, there will be some in the city that aren't contested by the Republicans, some in the towns that aren't contested by the Democrats. Um, but maybe they'll all be contested. We'll see. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if not contested, I don't think I'm going to, uh, do all 17 county legislatures, but I will do an overview of redistricting in both the city common councils and, uh, a county legislature, because one of the things that's happening with this new registration vendor is we're also redistricting all of our districts. And so we're hoping to flip the switch on that again around February 15th and we can kind of get a what they were like before we flipped the switch and what they were like after we flipped the switch to see the changes in these districts that were redrawn uh, from the old districts to be in place for this year. And again, uh, caveat on this, I'm not uh, talking anything about the lawsuit on the county ledge lines uh, other than to give news when news is available. Uh, but uh, I, everything that is being done at the Board of Elections is on the current maps that were put in place by the Onondaga County Legislature because that are the only maps until an order comes from a judge or if an order comes from a judge. So um, as of right now, this moment, the Onondaga County Legislature lines are uh, are what they are. The Common Council lines or definitely are what they are. There is no lawsuit on that. There is no lawsuit filed. There is no lawsuit even being discussed. And uh, so though that redistricting is being done. There was also redistricting done in the village of Salve wards and the village of Camillus wards or the town of Camillus war, uh, wards. So we'll talk a little bit about that at some point as well. Uh, but uh, all of that's going to be done in February 15th. So, my weekly wonks will hopefully, uh, at that point, look at uh, the redistricting for the Common Council and then the redistricting for the County Ledge. And then uh, moving on to looking at the individual towns, the individual Common Council districts, and then some of the County Ledge districts that have um, that have opposition. Uh, so that that's what's going to be most of my year on the weekly wonks. So... That's what's going on. Thank you very much for tuning in to Commissioner in the Car. I'll see you next week, next Tuesday, where we'll talk. Um, I don't know what we'll talk about yet, <laughs> but I'm sure we'll be talking about something, probably about the capital grant. I think I'll, I'll do a little bit of a dive into what we're doing on that uh, and the voter registration system. Those will be and, and getting ready for the changing of your party deadline. So a lot of stuff coming up in February. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all you do to make our democracy better, even if it's just going out and voting. All right. Bye-bye.